Thank you to Verb Energy for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. In need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick-me-up? Verb Energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso, just without the coffee jitters. Actually, they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like maple blueberry, coconut chai, salted peanut butter, and vanilla latte. And at just 90 calories, we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2021. Are you in? Snag your 16-bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Verb Energy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to Rogan Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan-Siegman, and thanks for tuning in again for another episode and chat together about all of our favorite things, life, a business, and a badassery. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you are listening and hope you can catch up on all of our past conversations together in your podcast app. All of the episodes are free thanks to my amazing sponsors and because of your support, sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast. And if you aren't already, be sure to join me on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast and use the hashtag Redefining Reckless in your posts about the show or the good you've taken from our chats and how you're using it in your life. Speaking of our lives, we are all a sum of our life experiences, right? Well, some of mine include growing up in a city with a pretty decent crime rate, being from a law enforcement family, and having my own personal law enforcement training and experience. And since we can use our experiences to help others along the way, I wanted to have a conversation about personal safety. If you're in a Midwestern climate like myself, this is the time of year where it finally starts to get nice out. Maybe you live the warm life all year long, but for us... Warmer weather means we start taking more vacations, we are out and about in public places and enjoying ample, refreshing, often adult, beverages in new settings. Personal safety can be compromised at any point in the year. You should always have a guard up. But in the spirit of having a safe and happy summer, now is a good time to bring some realizations to light. And hopefully, I can give you a few pieces of information and a few tactics that you didn't have before. So listen up because your life might just depend on it. People can be really naive. Sometimes at no fault of their own, they don't have the life experience, someone telling them any different, or a way to learn certain skills. But other times... It's a chosen thing. They want to live in la-la land where nothing happens. They avoid any sort of anxiety or fear and overall just make dumb-ass decisions. Sometimes we get lucky or have some guardian angel or whatever you believe in looking out for us. But other times it comes back to bite us in the ass or physically harm us or kill us. I've made some stupid mistakes along the way too, so I'm not handing out any blame. I especially made mistakes in my college years. I'd like to go back and slap myself across my large forehead for some of the dumb positions I put myself in. If this conversation stresses you out or freaks you out, it's even more reason to listen. You need this. A little upfront stress won't hurt you. Something else might, though. 
Anticipating situations and attuning yourself to certain stressors ahead of time will actually train you to handle situations better. Think more clearly when you have to act. This is not a conversation for just females and female personal safety. It's for everyone. No one is untouchable, and there are certain considerations we, unfortunately, need to make on a regular basis to look out for ourselves. No one will look out for you better than you. All right, we are going to do a quick exercise. If you're driving or standing on the edge of a cliff or something else super dangerous, don't do this exercise. But if you're stationary and able, wherever you are listening right now, close your eyes. Can you tell me what is going on around you? Can you tell me where you are at specifically? How many people are around you? What they look like? What they are doing? And anything else about your situation? This is the number one thing people suck at knowing their surroundings. Okay, so open your eyes because I want you to reacclimate yourself with your situation and your surroundings. Guys, you have to know where you are and what is going on around you. It enables you to see a threat coming and act when you need to. Know your location. Look at the address of a store before you go into it. Check the mile markers frequently on the highway. Are you going eastbound or westbound? Pay attention to the street names when you enter a new neighborhood or go for a walk. Also, know your exits from that location. Does the restaurant have a second exit you can use in case of an emergency? Even when you're visiting someone's house, know how to get out differently than where you came in. And pay attention to people, behaviors, and conversations. I've literally heard people behind me talk about my wallet in passing, and I was able to quickly move out of the situation so that I didn't get robbed. Most of us can tell when someone is acting suspiciously or lingering near us. If you're paying attention, you too can move away from that behavior or go get help. The more oblivious you are, the more opportunity someone else has. Another big thing I think people suck at, and this is a product of the digital age we live in now, is their social media awareness. Social media can be awesome. I work primarily in the digital space and on social media, and obviously, I've added a podcast platform to the mix too. But we've taken these fun communities we've built, friends and followers we've made and gathered, and become way too comfortable. We forget what we are doing, saying, and sharing. Those quote-unquote friends you've made may not be that great of people after all, And don't forget, there are lots of other people that can view what you've put online also. Never bet that anything you put online in a digital space is truly private. You'll lose that bet eventually. Don't show your address or tag your specific location. I've seen people hold up their mail as like an intro to some unboxing video they're going to feature, and I can literally see where it was sent to. And if you can, try to post after you've left a location you're visiting. At times, my job is to tag a location I'm at, but I make every effort to do it after I've left so there's a delay for my own safety. It's not to trick anyone, it's just to be wise. 
stop mentioning other specifics on digital platforms too. You might think that you're just mentioning a fun trip you're taking, but you didn't realize you gave the exact dates your house will be empty and free to rob by saying, I'm leaving tomorrow and we'll be back Tuesday. Don't mention the name of your hotel in advance and don't share the link to your Airbnb until after you've left and primarily if that's going to be your only visit. Don't mention that your significant other is out of town, giving people ample opportunity to realize you'll be alone and potentially more vulnerable. You can still share and connect without every last detail. And if someone asks you really specific questions that they don't need the answers to, don't feel like you have to answer. Be direct and tell them you'd rather not share. If they say why, tell them it's for personal reasons. Too bad if they are still curious. Move on. And before I transition to a new tip, I just have to get this out. Stop sharing naked photos of your kids online. I don't care how old they are, even a few months old. You think the naked butt in the bath is cute, but guess what the sick reality is? There are at least a handful of creepy ass people jacking off to your kid. I'm not joking. It's messed up, but true. At least a handful, if not more. Don't put your kids in that position. Nothing is truly private online. And I also don't need to see your kids' ass crack. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Audible. I don't know about you guys, but at this point, I've pretty much run out of new episodes of my favorite TV shows, and I swear, they don't make movies like they used to. And maybe it's because I now have a podcast, but I've been absorbing a ton of audio content lately instead. It's seriously the ultimate way to multitask. And you all know how much I love a good multitask. Audible literally has thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, comedy, and more to choose from. And you can pause and pick up where you left off on another device. You can even have Alexa pull up your titles. What a time to be alive, right? You can get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Next, I want to bring up things we carry. Keys. Always keep your keys with you. I hate seeing people leave their keys in their car with the car running while they're getting gas. If I ever did this where I grew up, I'd be without a car. It's so easy to jump in your driver's seat and take off while you're out fiddling with the gas pump. And if your purse, kids, or pets are in there, you can kiss those bye bye. Every time I get gas, I turn off the car which is also for safety purposes while pumping gas because any spark from your car can light everything around you on fucking fire. I take my purse with me on my body, aka a crossbody bag, and lock the doors. I know how to get back in quickly if I need to, or I can just run the fuck away. Fun story for you. Actually, it's not all that fun, but it's worth sharing. When I was in college, we, my friends and I, drove down to Panama City Beach for spring break. Long drive. 
The trek home to Illinois was also very long, and since it was my car that we took, I felt most comfortable driving. Plus, I'm a control freak. But even I needed a break, and so I let another girl I was with drive. Bad move on my part. When we needed gas, she somehow stopped in the worst neighborhood you could stop in in Memphis. I don't know why she needed to take that exit. I couldn't even tell you exactly where the fuck we were because I had been asleep and she didn't know. So we are at the pump and my friends all pile out and run into the store to pee. I stay behind, keys in hand, to get gas. Just then, a car reverses from the front and a car pulls up from the back, blocking my car in. Fuck, I thought. Then it just so happens that inside cashier turns off the pump and starts gesturing to me to come inside to pay. The pump was working just fine. They manually shut it off so I would leave my car. So if you aren't putting things together, the people in the cars and the cashier were working together. Me and my friends stood out like a sore thumb in this area, and they saw opportunity. If they got us away from the car, which was hopefully unlocked or with the keys in it because we were just simply running inside for a quick second to pay, either they could take the car or quickly grab what they wanted from in it. Nope. So I waited for my friends to come out and directed one of them back inside to pay while the rest of us stood at the locked car. I quickly filled up with gas. We all got into the car at the same time, and I laid on my horn for the car in front of me to move. They weren't even in front of a pump, but causing a bit of a commotion drew attention to them, and they moved. So needless to say, I decided to drive the rest of the way home. Very tired, but come on. So keep your keys on you. Keep your hotel key on you if you don't want a chance getting locked out and caught in a bad position. Be anal about it. Don't leave your keys in the car in the driveway. Garage door openers are even iffy. Have you ever thought that if you accidentally left your car door unlocked or they smashed a window, that they can still gain access to your house and you through your garage door opener? Don't throw your keys on the counter with everyone else's when you're at a house you've never been to or there's people there you don't know. And lock your front door and bring your key even if you'll be gone for just a couple minutes. It's still enough time for someone else to slip in. Heck, bring your keys to bed if you want. You can use your car keys as a reminder to lock your vehicle at night. And if you encounter someone in your house at night, God forbid, hitting the car alarm draws immediate attention to your residence. Something else we carry is bags and wallets. Guys, carry your wallets in your front pocket, not the back. And bags? Bags are easily taken. Try not to carry an over-the-shoulder bag or purse or a wristlet when possible. Those are super easy. Book bags are obviously carried behind you, so you can't really see what is happening with them in a crowded space. It's easy to move a zipper and pretend you accidentally just ran into someone while reaching in. A crossbody bag can still technically be cut off, but probably the better option if you must carry something. This way you can visually control it, physically hold on to it, and access whatever you have inside. Just don't access your money and public places unnecessarily. Things you should have inside or on you, a flashlight and some sort of self-defense tool. I say this with applicable laws in mind. Know what you can carry legally and when and where you can carry it. 
You also need to know how to use your preferred self-defense tool. All too often, these get used against the person carrying it because they aren't confident in keeping it or using it. Don't get it taken away from you. And if you aren't comfortable carrying something, at the very least, learn self-defense. Classes are widely available in paid formats, free formats through local community centers or law enforcement agencies, or even on YouTube. Keep a phone charger with you too. Always keep your cell phone charged above 50% and make sure your gas tank is never less than half also. Those two things can get you out of a bad situation really quick. The next one is big. Always follow your gut and remain confident. There's a great book that I highly recommend and will link in the show notes. It's called The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. If your gut needs a little encouragement, read this book. Even if you're a pro at all of this so far, read this book. It's not meant to scare you. It's meant to prepare you. Subconsciously, we recognize signs of bad situations, but consciously, we choose to ignore them. That gut instinct that something is wrong should be listened to, and this book helps you tune your radar. If you get a bad vibe, pay attention to it. Remaining confident will also help you. If you look scared, you're an opportunity. Look people in the eye directly and make it known you've seen them. You've memorized them. Most offenders don't want to be seen or identified. Keep a strong look on your face and don't be afraid to speak up and tell someone to leave you alone or back off. And no matter what, no matter how silly something seems or how big it is, never be afraid to call for or ask for help. Call the police. Walk up to a bartender or a server at a bar and share that you feel uncomfortable by something or someone. Get yourself out of the scenario and into the proximity of someone else that can potentially assist you. It's better your ego or embarrassment than your life or well-being. And I could really go on and on about this topic, but for time's sake, I'll stop there. And I already gave you lots to consider. If you found this helpful and would like me to dig in further to additional specific ways to maintain your personal safety in other areas, let me know and maybe I'll do like a part two to this episode or something in the future. It's worth talking about and keeping focused on. And be sure to share it with others in your life so they can improve their safety too. Keep your head on a swivel, fam, and look out for each other. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Rogan Reason. Stay safe, badasses. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.loraswansiegman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.